0: Brandon. It's your sister, Heather. Um, been a little while since I talked to you. Uh, I'm sure you know all the things that are going on in my life, but, um, cause I think you maybe had a hand in it, but, um, some crazy shit that happened in my life, um, since I last talked to you. So, um, things are not great with Travis. Uh, as I'm sure you, uh, you made sure that I got that text message because I can only describe that as probably divine intervention on how I got that text message. But somebody must've been looking out for me to make sure that I knew things that were happening, uh, secretly. Um, so the same thing that happened in 2021, it well, Didn't actually allegedly come to fruition. I don't even 100% know that I can believe that because not everything else is honest or true. So I don't know if that is too, but I guess the only one uh, good thing about any of that is that at least when, you know, he has been found out about things, he's typically pretty honest and tells me, you know, everything that did actually happen. Um, again though, how do I actually know that's true either that I know all the things he could just not want to make it worse on himself and not tell me the truth too. I really, honestly, I don't know. Um, but you know, I I don't know, but it's, it's certainly a, a thought enough that it's, it's gotten to the point of, uh, of the appointment, the order, the you know, the hooking up the meeting time for there's for these ladies' services. So um, it got that far. So you know, who knows how far the next time will go? And obviously, there's a next time because he, you know said that there wouldn't be a next time ever again after the last time in 21 but here that, here that is. So, you know, who knows? But since he canceled this the appointment um, in advance of going on his trip, and somehow she still managed to find me and, and seek out, I don't know, compensation or, I don't know, whatever, I think that's what you had a hand in because for whatever reason she still felt entitled to some kind of compensation. So uh she I for what I don't know. I don't know why she's so hell bent on compensation if nothing happened. But I guess I don't know those contract type of rules in these interactions. So who knows? But she managed to find him through him found me. And I think that through all of that somebody guided that, because I would have never known any of that if she didn't she didn't go, you know crazy and decide she was going to reach out to me so, thank you because I'm pretty sure that you were just like, oh hell no Heather needs to know this, and you fucking made sure I did um, so things aren't great there, um I'm I mean, obviously we're going to separate. This is one too many times, even though it didn't actually happen. It's too, it's too close. It's too much like to know that it's, you know, still can not only being considered, but, um, like acted upon. Um, so it's a lot to know that it's like, just to not even like the acts of it. I don't care about that. It's the, The lying, the deceit, the shit behind my back, the just, you know, that's always what it is. It's not the actual physical shit. It's the, it's the mental fuck up that happens. So I did hear back from Planned Parenthood and unfortunately did not get that job. Um, Which is a bummer because it really would have made my life really easy. I could just like go to wherever I decided and... Um, I could work from home, so it it would be no big deal. Um, that's fine, but I'm going to go to Chicago because I just, you know, Jennifer's there, Sean's there, you know, I have dad and Aunt Mary and Trish and Nicholas. I have family around, you know, really was thinking I wanted to go to Providence, but I don't know anyone in Providence and I just know myself, especially in the beginning as I'm like, you know, trying to figure out my whole life all over And, like, dealing with the sadness of my marriage ending and my home and the relationship with the girls and all that stuff that's going to change. I just feel like it'll be better for me to have support there. So, looks like I'll probably just end up back there. Like, around, you know, I haven't been there living there for, since what, fourth grade? So, I guess you know, I'll just head back that way, I guess. I don't know. Um, but that way, at least I have some people like if I get sad or bored or whatever, I can just call someone up and say, Hey, let's go get lunch or, you know, have a drink or something like that. So it's not that I don't think I wouldn't meet people in Providence. Eventually I would, but until then I'd be pretty bored, pretty lonesome. So, (sighs) so I'm hoping I got to apply for Um, my Illinois license, so everything's like, I have to get my transcript sent from Kent State, and then I have to get my fingerprints, and then I could submit my application. So I would like to get that done as soon as possible, because I, you know, I'm still going to go on my my European vacation. I don't care. I mean, I paid for it. It's my 50th birthday thing. It's going to definitely not be as amazing as um, it would have been if this all wasn't going on. But It's still going to be a good trip, and it's already paid for, and I have been looking forward to it for a long time. So um, I'd like to get my application submitted before I go. So, you know, by the time I get back, maybe it'll be, you know, approved and I can start applying for jobs in Chicago. I'd like to be out there before the end of the year, before it gets too bad weather-wise, I guess. So I don't know. That's kind of, um, I mean, part of it feels kind of exciting to start a new life. That sounds kind of exciting, but also very sad to have to in the first place. But that's, uh, I guess the way shit happens, right? I mean, the way, I mean, it's, I'm not the first person to get cheated on and have to get a divorce and I'm sure I won't be the last.
1: So,
0: uh, it doesn't make it hurt any less,
1: but Anyway, so usually I'm crying over you. Now I'm just crying to you. Um, also, it really just pisses me off that I have something else to worry about. when I was really just trying to focus on you and like dealing with that situation. Now I have this on top of it. And I don't like that it takes away from um, how I'm dealing with your, the loss of you so i feel like it's i don't i don't get to think about that right now because i have this new awful thing to think about It truly fucking sucks but but thank god for the fucking prozac because i most of the time don't have any feelings at all of course when i talk to you i'm gonna have feelings but most of the time i'm just like i don't have any feelings at all So that's good, (laughs) thanks Prozac for that, (laughs) get me through it at least until I can just like get settled and I know eventually this will feel okay again, but it's going to be a while
0: and secondly, it's not like I can just like up and leave, I can't get a job in in Chicago without a a license, I can't practice and they're not going to hire me without one because I can't practice, so um I gotta do that whole process before I can even what, but like, even really apply for jobs. I could probably start applying after I've submitted the application, because you know I haven't been arrested and no FBI inquiries or anything, so I don't have any doubt that my application will be approved and I'll get a license there. But you know, it's just one more thing to do. It just I could probably start the application process. It would be nice to have that application or that uh, license number to put in there so they know that I actually, you know, have an Illinois license before I do. I don't know. I don't know, Brandon. Ugh. What a fucking mess, right? guess 50 is not my year. I was like, oh, 50 is going to be my year. And then you died, and then my marriage died. So not 50, (laughs) maybe 51, I guess we'll have to see about 51 because 50 is definitely not it for me. Um, Definitely not 50. Uh, Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It's all a mess. It really sucks. Um, I'm going to uh, the Buckaloons this weekend to have a camping trip with uh, Jenny and Sam and the kids and Jay and Brian and the, all their kids and stuff. So that's I, it's good. I needed it. I, I need a little family time right now. Could be good for me to have a little just like chill out kind of fun. I don't know. I guess Margie yesterday, she's like, aren't you going to be worried that Travis is going to you know, be doing shit the whole weekend that you're gone, and yeah, it does worry me, but I just really can't live my life like this anymore. I can't, I don't want to live like that constant worry and never knowing if I'm gonna find something out new or if there's gonna be another lie or deceit or betrayal again. So, if he does, I guess that's what he wants to do. I hope he can you know, manage to control that until I can at least move out of the apartment, out of the house and into an apartment. But I don't know. I hope so. I hope that he can just hold off for, you know, two months or however long it will take until I can get out of there but yes, it's a worry. It's a thing I have to think about. I mean, I guess it really doesn't matter, but it does. I mean, I'm still married and I still live there. So, you know, I would hope that that kind of stuff wouldn't happen in my house. But I don't know. I, there's something that's not normal for someone to want to do this knowing that there's so much at risk and at stake if if you get caught I mean not just marriage and your family and your home but your reputation your your job so many things there's just it just shocks the shit out of me that it's worth it like five minutes of instant gratification is worth completely fucking atom bombing your whole life Ugh. <sighs> So, you know, that's that, that I guess. But that's my updates. (laughs) Um, Not great ones, but obviously I know you know them already, so I knew you would know it. but, But I'm doing all right. I mean, we're getting along, so, I mean, there's nothing really to fight about at this point. Just figuring out, you know, what's happening and who's going where and why and what, and I think that's really it. Um, like I said, I'm still doing my vacation, you know, I don't give a shit, we're fine, we can just sleep in separate beds, I don't give a shit, I don't care, I'm going on my trip, I don't care how we have to figure it out, I'm going on my trip, and I'm going to enjoy myself, and that's it, I'm going to have fun, I don't care, it's going to be two beautiful, glorious weeks, and it's in less than a month now, so... I can't even wait to go see Paris. I mean, who knows? It's already, you know, like, everything's paid. What if I never get a chance to, you know, once I have to pay for everything all on my own from now on, and, like, apartments are expensive in Chicago, who knows if I'm going to be able to afford an expensive trip, like, to Paris like this again. I can afford it now because, I'm you know, everything's 50-50, so... Who knows when I'll ever get that opportunity, so I'm going to just take it right now, be done. Um, so there, yeah, that's that. But no new things. Missy's been, you know, struggling with deciding what she wants to do, so who knows? Maybe she won't stay in Texas either. She's kind of like, you know, on the fence sometimes about back and forth what she wants to do, and, you know, you know, Jenny's got, you know, all kinds of things going on in her life, too, so, I was thinking I wanted to go to Portland, you know how I've always wanted to go there, but it just seems like it's such a shit show right now that I just don't even want to be, I just don't want to deal with having to deal with uh, stepping over a homeless person to get into a coffee shop or, you know watching people shoot up in the middle of the fucking sidewalk. None of that sounds like a relaxing, you know, start all over kind of in, endeavor. So uh that's, that's uh that's not going to happen at least until they get that shit figured out. Cuz that's just a mess and I don't want to deal with it. There's only like one neighborhood that I really think is super pretty and I can't just basically quarantine myself to one nice neighborhood of portland i'm gonna want to go downtown or you know i mean even that park when i went there for our honeymoon i mean even the park behind our hotel was just there was you know heroin needles and fucking people shooting up in the park back then that was in 2015 so It's only gotten way, way worse. It was just in a New York Times article about how bad it's gotten in Portland and how the residents that live there are just, like, miserable. So probably going to skip Portland. I mean, I actually do know a couple of people, but people I know um, are very flighty and not really want, you know, like, they're not going to go out and have a beer with me. So, you know, what's the point? What's the point of knowing them? Because I'm not going to hang out with them anyways. So, um Chicago it is, my dear. It's Chicago for me. But finding a, a apartment that will allow a pit bull is a delight. But, you know, and that's one thing that I was thinking. Like, maybe it's a good thing that I didn't get that job at uh, Planned Parenthood. Because um, knowing that I'm going to have to travel for that job, moving to Chicago, I would have been taking a pay cut anyways. And it still would have been not a big pay cut. But like potentially up to $7,000 a year, which is, you know, spread over time. It's good money, you know, um, you know, hundreds of dollars a month, less income and, um, you know, everything costs more there. I have to pay for my whole apartment by myself and all of the utilities and everything that goes with it. Um, car insurance, cell phone, all those things. Um, and then just be $7,000 in, like in the negative from what I'm right now. And then on top of that, um, if I'm traveling, what am I going to do with Edmund? I'm going to have to pay to board him. And they said it could be for up to two weeks at a time sometimes. So maybe, you know, maybe that was also some divine intervention that I didn't get that job. It would have made it easier and faster for me to get out of the house. But honestly, I would make way more money as a nurse practitioner in, in Chicago than if I had taken this, this training job. And, you know, you know, I'm always kind of, you know, I love Planned Parenthood, but I, like, not necessarily always working for Planned Parenthood. I think they take some things, kind of, some things are just so over the top sometimes with them that it's, it always kind of leaves a bad taste in your mouth. But I, I love the mission and I love the work they do. It's just it's just a little bit over the top sometimes. And it's hard for me as a Gen X person to just like, you know, do all this over the top business and, you know, no one's accountable for anything. There's always an excuse or a reason. It's not, it doesn't always hold true for me anyway. I understand that there are some cases where that may be true, but that's not, that's not the vast majority of people. So, I don't know. It's probably, it's probably for the best. It really is. I don't think, I think that is my last attempt at ever working at any, uh, that was for PPFA too. It wasn't even an affiliate like PPGO or in Chicago or any of that. So it's, yeah, it, it's probably, it's just for the best really, but it sure would have given me a nice, easy life. But there's um, an abortion job that I've been trying to get a job. It's a telehealth worker, um, a telehealth clinician for a very long time now. I've been really trying hard to get a job there, and unfortunately, because Ohio is so volatile when it comes to the abortion like climate right now, they only um, are hiring people in states where it's already like part of their like legislation, their like state legislation. So, but Illinois is one of those states, so that might be an option. I will finally get to actually like put my Ohio or Indiana Indiana Illinois license number in there and uh, and apply and actually potentially get the job because I'm absolutely qualified for that. Now they have expanded their services to like STD testing and like infection treatment and stuff so it's not just, you know, mailing out the mini pill or the the abortion pill. So I might be able to work for Hey Jane which I have always I really, really want to work for. So who knows? Maybe that will work out. Maybe that was where I was supposed to be. Who knows? Maybe I'll be working in the city. I don't know. But those are all kinds of things that are, I guess, exciting a little bit to figure out. You know, you know, I hate this job. So at least the the one, you know, good thing about having to leave this life is that it gets me out of here no shit. You know, I can't do it from, you know, Chicago. So I mean, I guess there's one um, silver lining in all of this is that no matter what, moving to Chicago at least gets me the hell out of RGI. So yay, I guess for one good thing. I don't know. Um, Yeah. So yeah, good things, <laughs> I guess. Great things, huh? Uh, I was just thinking how you would be like, you know, you were a little bit on the fence about, you know, you would do whatever. Like, I know you loved Travis and you wanted to see us work out last time. And, um, but you were still kind of like, you know, productive and kind of like, you know, I'm not sure hundred percent, just be careful, you know, last time. And now that you can't be here to have that talk with me, um, I feel like I really truly feel like that's the reason why I I feel like you sent me that, that girl got my number because <laughs> you sent her to me somehow. I really do because you couldn't be here to have the conversation like, hey, this isn't getting any better and it doesn't look like it's ever going to get better. So. Because no behaviors have really been altered. So if it's going to stay that way, then obviously that's not a thing that will work for me. And I don't get to have that talk with you anymore. So um, I appreciate you helping me still. Um, Yeah. Because I remember that, that you came over and you got hammered and you hadn't been hammered in a really long time. And we're like let's drink bourbon. <laughs> and I was like, oh shit, if Brandon's drinking fucking bourbon or scotch or some shit, then I know it's on. And I remember you were like at the grocery store. Where did we go get like SpaghettiOs or like some something, like a spice for some other, I don't know what I was making, but we got hammered and it was good. And it was a good day. Last time I really just kind of like spent, took like off of work and just kind of like stayed home and cried and got drunk every day. But this time I, you know, I did it a couple of days. Like one day I, like the first day I got drunk and cried, uh, of course, because sad and angry. But then, um, I only got drunk one other time while well, he was gone, like two weeks after it, because, uh, and it wasn't because of that. It was because I went out with Megan and Tiffany and we got drunk cause we were having fun. So, um, you know, it was like a gross kind of panicky feeling for a while. Just because, you know, you have a confrontation and you have to wait a week and a half for somebody to come home off of a hiking trail to have that confrontation and that just, like, that feeling of knowing you're going to have it, it's just so sickening. It's just made me, like, so nauseous. It was almost, like, unbearable. But, you know, now that that has been established and that's all done. I mean, it doesn't feel like that anymore. I mean, it still feels disgusting and nauseating and, you know, sad, but not like that panic isn't there as bad. I'm sure once it gets closer to me actually having to like really, you know, get an apartment, get a job. And like when it gets closer to me actually moving and leaving, there'll be some, you know, just like nervous panic there too. Because, I mean, that's, you know, in theory right now sounds super exciting, but also scary as fuck, you know. I mean, you have had this, I've had this life for, in Ohio for a very long time. And, you know, this life is, you know, this relationship for 12 years. So, I mean, that's a lot of time. So it's going to be a, you know, huge fucking adjustment for me. Not that I don't think I can do it. I have managed to get through everything else in my life at some point, in some way, but, you know. I would like at some point the hits to stop coming. (laughs) They can take a break. Enough. I've had enough, I think.
1: Um, Yeah, anyway. (laughs) (sighs) (sighs) Shit. But, you know, I'm glad I got to talk to you today,
0: because I know I've been fucking focusing on this for the past couple weeks, and I haven't really checked in with you, so I wanted to make sure I did
1: that. Um, yeah, that's all I got, that's the fun, great big news that I have for you today, I mean, you know, shitty, it sucks, but...
0: Yeah, it's, that's what it is, right? I mean, there's, it's got to figure it out, not any, you know, there's no option but to figure it out, so I guess that's what I'll do, so just thought I would check in, I guess that's all I have for today, um, I'll update you after the camping trip, and tell you how fun that was, because I think it's going to be fun, um. Yeah, I think it will be. I think I'm gonna have a good time. It'll be nice to see, be around Brian, Jay, and Jenny and everybody, and just kind of be in my element for a little bit. So, camping in the Buckaloons. I really fucking wish you could come, and not just in spirit, in person. But you will definitely be there with us, if you, even if it's not in person. All right, I will update you after this weekend's camping trip, my dear. I'm going to stop at the store and get some stuff to make some, I don't know, side dishes, something to take with me to feed myself and everybody else. Since everybody else is bringing shit, I should bring some shit, so. I know you hate it, but burgers and dogs, so (laughs) get some burgers and dogs. (laughs) I know that would make you mad, but Jenny's bringing chicken so you can like Jenny. So you'll like her food better, I'm sure. Um, Anyways, my dear, I miss you and I love you and I will talk to you soon.